Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Rich Eisen Show. You know what was another surprise to me? Lamar Jackson not showing up to the game last night. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. It's not like Derek Carr, like get him out because we're done with him. I would think that Lamar being there would be additive. The Rich Eisen Show. I do think we won't see him play another game in Baltimore. Today's guests, Pro Football Hall of Famer Michael Irvin. Fox Sports Rules Analyst, Mike Pereira. Tampa Bay Times Bucks writer, Rick Stroud. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Ah, yes. Welcome to this edition of the Rich Eisen Show live from Los Angeles, California. Live on the Roku Channel and Sirius XM Odyssey. And most importantly, this Rich Eisen Show terrestrial affiliate smart enough to have us. We say hello to everybody listening later on on our podcast through the Cumulus Podcast Network. We just say hello to everybody because it's that type of day now that we've got a full super wild card weekend in the books. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial here on this program. Good to see you over there, Chris Brockman. How are you, sir? Rich, I'm great. Good to see you. DJ Mikey D is in D's Nuts is back. How you doing, Terrific. And TJ Jefferson is off today. Wait a minute. (laughs) Yes! Yes. Yes. Finally. How about them Cowboys? Finally, Rich. Yes. Oh. 30 years. 30 years it took to win a, a playoff game on the road. That's correct. Del Tufo, Laling did 30 years in Attica, man. 30 years. <laughs> yeah. And it took 30 years. 30 years. Today, as a matter of fact, yes. for this to happen. Correct. So great Carlito. Congratulations, way. sir. <sighs> man. Your 20-year-old self is excited. You you ain't never lied. (laughs) Let's talk about it. I will start this program appropriately in your direction, sir, with your how about them Cowboys grease board. Peep the shirt, too. Yes, Drew and Michael and Dez and CD and, you know, fill in the blank, a future future 88 clubber. And we've got Michael Irvin joining us in about 20 minutes' time to give us his two cents Fresh back from Tampa, Florida, and partying with the Joneses in their suite. Looked like a good time. Yeah, and I, you noticed. You noticed. You noticed. Irv wasn't there to start. He was there to finish. <laughs> He's here for a good time, uh, not a long time. Well, you know? I mean, the way it started, uh, I'm sure he was like, "I'm staying away from that suite tonight." <laughs> but guess what? Guess what? I will start the show appropriately, saying, "I was wrong about your Dallas Cowboys, sir." They can flip a switch. They are that talented to be able to do that and look the way that they looked in Washington and look the way that they looked against Tennessee and looked what happened to them in Green Bay and all the ups and downs and playing down a competition and letting the competition skate. 
They went into Tampa last night and told Tom Brady, not today. And if there's a tomorrow for you, sir, congratulations. You'll let us know what you're thinking about it when you know. Because tonight's the night we know. We are the Dallas Cowboys that won 12 games this year. We are the Dallas Cowboys that does have talent damn near every spot. We are the Dallas Cowboys that can hit the home run ball. We're the Dallas Cowboys with a quarterback who can run and throw. We're the Dallas Cowboys with a lion (laughs) in the pass rushing position. We are the Dallas Cowboys with a sniper in the back end. We're the Dallas Cowboys with linebackers who can cover. We are the Dallas Cowboys who can do it all except kick extra points. But other than that, (laughs) we're the Dallas Cowboys. And yes, we know that Tom Brady came into this game last night with the exact number of career playoff wins as the Dallas Cowboys. 35. That is a fact. Somebody was going to emerge last night with a 36th all-time playoff win. It's either Tom Brady or the Cowboys organization as a whole. And it was the Dallas Cowboys, and not just the Dallas Cowboys, but decisively. Yes, it didn't look pretty to begin with, but the defense showed up when Dak and the offense began by a sputter. And then down the field, Dallas and Dak went. Dalton Schultz caught the first of his two touchdowns, and Brett Maher missed the first of his four extra point attempts. (laughs) <laughs> to start the night. And each and every possession, it got worse for Tampa. It did. And then when Tom Brady threw his first red zone interception since his time with the Patriots, he had never done it with the Bucks, And it's a 6 nothing game, and they're starting the second quarter, And at the very least, you think it's going to be a field goal game if the red zone problems that had been roosting in Tampa damn near the entire season, all year long, having trouble in the red zone. They're having trouble on third and long, having trouble in the red zone, having trouble running the football, having trouble all over the lot. But the one thing that they didn't have in the red zone was an interception from their quarterback and Brady flipped it up in the air. Looks like he was throwing it away. Tried to, yeah. And to come away with no points, and the Cowboys then to start putting touchdown after touchdown on the board. It was impressive. And the Buccaneer team that could not show up last night was the team that relied on Tom Brady to throw it and throw it and throw it because they couldn't run it worth a lick. Or the score mandated or dictated the abandonment of the run game. Put it all together. You combine those two and you find a losing formula for the Buccaneers. And that's what happened last night as Tom Brady threw the ball an insane number of times. The exact number, if I'm not mistaken, was 67? 66. 66. Two shy of the playoff record. There you go. Two shy of the playoff record. 66. I gave him one more. Think about it. 66 pass attempts. But the Cowboys dictated it. They went in last night and they put it on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and it wasn't even 
close. I mean, when it was 12 nothing, you felt that was too much to overcome. Well, I, I didn't. Uh, I understand that because your kicker kept missing and making it an 18-point game at halftime. But that was a wrap, man. And I know being a fan and we saw what happened over the weekend, but the Cowboys did what the Chargers didn't do a single time, which is score a touchdown in the second half, is certainly right after your opponent scored a touchdown to give some hope, some hope. 24-0, they scored a touchdown, they go for two. (laughs) There was no... Pass interference called on on that two-point conversion. We're seeing that a lot. Mike Pereira is joining us at the top of hour number two to talk about the officiating we saw on Super Wild Card Weekend. And so he's joining us shortly on this program. But when it's 24 to 6, just when you think, could this happen? Julio Jones with his first grab in the playoffs for a score since he was a member of the Atlanta Falcons five years ago in the wild card round against the Rams in the L.A. Coliseum. Predate SoFi. Great throw by Tom, too, on that. Yes. And we'll talk about Tom's future later. But uh, the Cowboys just marched right back down the field. Right back down the field. Yes, sir. And they put it away. Right in the freezer. Done. As... A famous announcer here in this town once said, the jello is jiggling. Over. And the Cowboys said, we are going to San Francisco and we are going to try and exorcise the demons of our one and done last year. I would profit to say the San Francisco 49er team they're going to see, dare I say, is better than the team they saw last year. But that's for another day. And another time, <laughs> like like Thursday. <laughs> I don't know, I, 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 we'll, we'll ask Irv. I want to ask Michael Irvin about uh, his thoughts on on the prospects of that divisional weekend finale. By the way, you want to talk about a dynamite day of playoff football? Bengals at Bills, Dude. Cowboys at Niners, back to back. Dude, woo! Clear the schedule. Oh yes, <laughs> clear it the is schedule, cleared. baby. It is cleared. But the Cowboys coming into that game hot. They didn't back in. They didn't show up and hold on for dear life after taking the lead. They didn't let Brady off the mat. They actually picked him off. They actually put him on the turf. And the question that we will have is, did they put him out to pasture? That's another day as well. But what this Dallas Cowboy team did is shut people like me up and lift people like you up. What a W. Yes, indeed. We do not have the Stephen A. version of that today. Don't need it. Nope. That was great. I mean, that's exactly what you wanted to see. Tony Pollard is so good. And Zeke, if they could just limit him to what they've limited him to, which is red zone and first down, you know, needing first down runs, 
and leaning on the defense. It's a great double yeah. barrel action. And kudos to you, man, for last year. You you were the first one who kind of, uh, uh, I'm sure outside the coaches, really put out there that Pollard should be getting he, more work. He's, you were 1,000% correct. He is a home run hitter. So is CeeDee Lamb. T.Y. can hit some home runs, too. Yeah, what a great addition. And Dalton Schultz. Jeez. We never that. talk about him, but Dalton Schultz is... Vander Esch and Diggs and... Micah Parsons. Oh, I mean, he wrecked, wrecked the game, man. I, the first, the first snap of the game, they didn't block him. I don't know how that. And happens. he, I just, they didn't block him. Should that be the first thing you and, get to the line? You're like, hey, where's eleven? Where's eleven? <laughs> where's eleven? Got where's him. eleven? Let's put two guys on him. I mean, come on. He blew it up, didn't he? That's the cowboy team you want to show up. Yeah. So two saludes, sir. Congratulations. I said you weren't going to be in a rocking chair last night. The first couple of drives where neither team scored twice, and then you got the ball back and then finally got a first down and then a touchdown. Uh, The first, you know, it's unbelievable, 10 minutes on the clock in the first quarter, and both teams had already touched the ball twice. Possession five coming up in minute 10 to go, or minute five of the first quarter, and then it just, it was done. Dallas took like a whopping 12 seconds off the clock with their first It was 13. You know why I know it was 13? Because I thought to myself... When Dallas punted the ball back with 13 seconds, only 13 seconds off the clock in the first quarter, I thought that was the amount of time that, as we all know, the Chiefs needed to force overtime against the Bills last year. And the Cowboys just went three and out in that amount of time. That's how quick 13 seconds can go. True that. Or how long it can last if it's in the hands of the right team and the right offense. Also, the play calls to start the game were just so bizarre for Dallas. Like, not one one run. And I just thought... Jeez, they're going to give the ball right back to Tampa. Tampa gets the ball to start the half. This is bad news in the Bucks. Well, offense. and in terms of Tampa, you know, Rick Stroud will join us. Um, Todd Bowles is meeting with the media a half hour after today's show ends, so Rick will have some time before that uh, to join us. And, you know, what an insanely frustrating season it was for this team. It was a slog on offense pretty much – 90% of the time. Yeah, they only scored more than 30 points in two games. And that was their MO and their championship oh. year is that points were, were a cropper that year. And they couldn't run it. You know, I'll ask Rick Stroud, why did this team go 8-10 and 10 this year? 8-9 and nine in the regular season, obviously yeah. one and done yeah. um, in the postseason. Why do they go 8-10? and 10? And I think here lies the 2022 Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They couldn't run the ball. They couldn't. And the games they won, you know, their best games of the year, they ran it. Against Dallas in week one, the Munich game that I called, it was a 100-yard game for Rashad White. Leonard Fournette was also having a very good game. You know, and, and that's the amazing part about Tom Brady. At age 45, slinging it, I'm like, Will we ever see somebody so successful? And yes, I mean, the wins weren't there and the third and longs weren't there, but third and longs are just not going to be there when you can't protect well enough up front because you can't run. It doesn't matter who's firing the footballs back there. It could be a goat, could be an actual goat, you know, like a literal animal on four feet. <laughs> They're not gonna, you're not going to win. You're just not going to win. But will we ever see somebody, you know, match their age in passing attempts 
with regularity like we saw Tom Brady do this year. Including the playoff game, he threw it 800 times this year. It's, it, and by the way, when you say words like that, you use that as an exaggeration. What do you throw it, like 800 times? Yeah, no. And Literally. That's, that's the accurate number. 799. Crazy. You can't win football games like that. You just can't. You can't allow the, the defense to just pin its ears back. And the only reason why they've scored it the points that they scored and had the modicum of success on offense that they had is because Brady is the ultimate trigger man. He gets rid of the football. He knows he diagnoses the play like nobody else and he gets rid of it. And if he holds on to it, that's when mistakes happen. That's when sacks occur. And that's when games are lost. Here lies the 2022 Buccaneers. They couldn't run the ball. Because that affects the defense as well. I mean, you got Evans, they who had like a three-month slump of not catching a touchdown pass. Boy, the red zone problems. If this team, if I mean, they miss Gronk. That's as big as it gets right there. Or just that big other end zone instead of just Mike Evans. Someone to throw the ball to in the red zone. Running it in the red zone would be helpful, too. That's part of the reason why the Chargers were successful in the red zone is just give it to Eckler. He'll just lean on people or flip it out to Eckler. Eckler's like one of the greatest red zone players that the league's seen in years. Yep. So, you know, and if you could just start leaning on people inside the 20, they couldn't. And that's what they did with Fournette in the championship years. I think it's as simple as that. They couldn't run the football. They just couldn't. And then they, you know, they lost their... Pro Bowl center in day two of training camp didn't get back get him back to last night. Later on in this program, I'll, I'll give you my two cents on what you know Tom Brady's decision is going to be, and my best two cents uh, on how you know he's probably going to think about it. Just uh, being a Brady watcher as I've been for a while. I mean, I'm no, you know. Um, Lily Tomlin or anything, but I mean, I've been around. I mean, 53 for Brady coming up. That's I'm 53. Yeah, 53 for Brady later on in this program. Um, Rick Stroud will join us to see what he'll tell us about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They've got a top five list, top five biggest storylines to emerge from Super Wild Card Weekend. Super. The Los Angeles Chargers have made a coaching move, and it's the one that I thought they'd make. That's coming up. The University of Michigan. We still got our guy. Hey, Jim told the NFL not today. Not today. For a second straight year. Oh, no, are the NFL? Not going We're on a streak. Not We're on a streak. Day. We're on a streak. <laughs> so you don't want that. that. You don't want that streak to continue. You don't have to go through. We'll that talk about right? it. No, I, as you know, I'm always honest here on this program. I'll, I'll wear it on my sleeve. When we come back, though, it was on Saturday. Saturday, playmate. I said to Michael Irvin, "What are you doing Tuesday?" Because I want you as my first guest on the day after the Bucks versus the Cowboys. And sure enough, he's just like, catch me after I land in New York, make my way to inside the NFL. So we're going to attempt to shoehorn this in. I love it. Who knows where Michael's going to be in we New York State. that ass. That's coming up right here on this edition of the Rich Eisen Show. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive 
eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase. So all the guests were is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed Back here on the Rich Eisen Show Radio Network, powered by Granger. With supplies and solutions for every industry, Granger is the right product for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Okay, here we go. I knew this would be a, a, an important conversation. Very important conversation. This is a perfect word for it. Important conversation. Necessary. Necessary conversation. Super necessary. And bless this man for saying yes to it. Well, why wouldn't he? Because he knows it could be a possibility of being the last thing he'd want to do is call into the show after the Cowboys got one and done again and Tom Brady moves on. Why would he want to do that? He had faith, though. I think he did. He said, we want Tom. Michael Irvin said the words, we want Tom. I did not say that. And I told him that that was the professional football version of we want Alabama. (laughs) And his answer is like, well, he's not Alabama now. He said this stuff all on NFL Network. It happened. And joining us now after the Cowboys victory that uh, we saw him celebrating uh, in the uh, the Jones suite on uh, the worldwide leader in sports is my buddy, the Hall of Famer uh, and my compadre from NFL game day morning, Michael Irvin. How you doing, Irv? Man, I'm doing great, Rich. I'm, I'm, I'm getting out the car right now in New York. Okay. What running across the street. Okay. Right. Careful. Trying to get me some breakfast. I just landed okay. in New York from last night. You know, so now I got to head over and shoot inside the NFL. But, man, I'm just, hey, I feel great. I feel great. It was a great win yesterday. A great win. Great first battle to get get, get that that playoff juices going, man, and to get that victory. It was just, it was just fun. Well, night. so what do you think clicked? What do you got for me on that front? What do you think clicked? Well, well, first of all, we, we, we all knew. Reality clicked. We all knew, and that's why I kept saying, <laughs> I want Tom, we want Tom. You know, we, we want to see something great, but that offense had given us anything great all year. So I expected more of the same. And on the other side, I know we focused. 
I know we put beat it down on all of the interceptions that Dak Prescott had put up, but he had also been putting up 30 points. I kept telling people this. Yes, you did. Again, I kept saying this now, and it fell out just like I thought. We still got those 30, and, 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 and the Pat Buccaneers didn't get many. Well, I mean, in terms of that, Irv, um, you, 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 I, I do have to give you credit. I did uh, at the the top of the show as well. You said we want Tom, and and what you ended up getting was Tom Brady that we saw all this year, and the Cowboys picked picked everyone apart. I mean, the, uh, from the first snap when when my, when Micah Parsons wasn't blocked and jumped into into the backfield and blew up the first snap of the, the game, and then all the way through to I guess. He was trying to throw it away in the end zone with that interception. I mean, the, the defense looked terrific last night, Michael. Terrific. Yeah, yeah, they did. They did. And they put pressure on Tom. You know, a couple of times you saw Tom and, and, and you saw Tom kind of just do a little ducking and chucking there, just getting rid of that ball. So, I mean, they got in they, they got in his comfort zone and it made him uncomfortable. And, that, and that's what we needed to do. And remember, we hadn't been doing much of that lately. You know, we're complaining about – that finger-licking good pass rush that wasn't so finger-licking good the last couple of weeks. But last night, they got back on point, and that was great to see. So, uh, Michael Irvin here on the Rich Eisen Show. A few, more, a few minutes with him as he runs to go do inside the NFL to to no doubt talk about this and the rest of Super Wild Card Weekend. Um, and then so, uh, when you when you saw the Cowboys last night um, do what? That's when you knew it was all good. What, what what was the first time where you're like, okay, I think we got this? When was that for you? Wait, when yeah. I saw the Cowboys do what? When just give me give me the moment last night in the game where where you saw something where you're like, okay, I think we're good, we're good tonight because it was a slow right, right, start. Because right. at first I was yeah, at first I was like, oh god, at first series, oh no, oh no, not that, right? Yeah, yeah. I said not this, not this. But then, bam, we came back. We came back, and I saw it settling, settling in. And I always go back to, I tell you, Rich, I always go back to when we were a lesser talent team and we were playing Washington, and, and they were good. And that's when you – I'll never forget Wilmer Marshall saying that. We were playing them, and we were playing them good early on in the game. Everybody was panicking. Wilmer Marshall was telling them. Wilmer Marshall told his defense, everybody just calm down. They're really not this good. They're just hype. As soon as the hype goes down, we'll commence the whooping they, you know, ASS. And that's exactly what they did. I was like, hey, I, I, I was just a rookie. Said, How are you going to just call this hype? What is that? But he was right. He was right. And at first, you know, Tampa was hype. So they, 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 they were battling that thing for a minute. But then the talent took over and – and they commenced to whip it on them. So what, what breakfast are you getting right now, Michael? Can we help you order? Can, I mean, <laughs> well, you what, know, what do we got here? What, what, I'm, what, what, I'm picking, what I pick up is just some uh, chicken noodle soup. Oh. my egg sandwich and some chicken noodle soup. And hey, baby, I'm ready. I'm ready to go. Straight from the game, early flight this morning, land in New York after hanging out. I just posted a picture hanging out with the family. You know, the Jones family, yes. of course. We saw <laughs> yeah, that. Nice. We saw that. The ESPN yeah, right, cameras right, called right, that. Right. First of all, you know what they call chicken soup in my household, Michael? It's called Jewish, penic- Jewish penicillin. 
That's what it's called. Chicken noodle, chicken noodle soup is some Jewish penicillin. It's the best stuff in the world. Oh, okay. please. And plus, it, 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 sound, it, it did sound like you were screaming and celebrating, hooting and hollering with the Jones family oh, last yeah. night, Michael. You better believe it. I got to warm it all back up and get ready to go shoot inside the NFL. So, but yeah, absolutely. We had a great time. What was that like? What was that like in there? Walk, what, what, put me in your shoes when you walk into the Jones um, uh, suite in a playoff win. By the way, the first road playoff win for the Cowboys since your 1992 NFC Championship game win on the way to your first of three Super Bowls. That was the last right, time that right. you went on the road. What was that like, Michael? Yeah, Rich. Yeah, like? Rich. He, he brought all that up. We talked about all of that because they, had all, they were talking about how they had watched us shoot first take. Over there, mm. you know what I'm saying? Yes. Because we watch you. For, so you know, first of all, I, you go. I go to the queen. I go to the queen. When I see her, I go in, see everybody. You go straight to the queen. And not That's you're not talking Jones. about uh, obviously of England. She's passed. You're talking about uh, Mrs. Jones. Is what you're talking about? Yes, man. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. You go straight to the queen. Okay, very hey, um, it's how you doing, man? Because she's the most beautiful person in the world. I mean, really, Understood. most beautiful person in the world. Yes. And then, and then, and then I, I look up. I said, "Wait a minute! It's too quiet in here." You know, we are too quiet. And then everybody goes crazy, you know. So we had we had so much fun, man. It's just fun. Because they told about it. We watched the show all day. And, you know, the queen, Miss Jones, I was saying, thank you, Father. Y'all, they're battling for us. We got a battle for you, too. I said, yes, you do, Mom. <laughs> Kiss the right there like that. You know what I'm saying? Because I love her like yeah, that. I love it. All right. And a couple minutes I have left with you here, Michael Irvin. Let's turn the page here. Do you think the Cowboys, that that, that was such a pressure-packed week and the way that they've played the last month or so, that they came in and put that spanking on the Bucks. that this is a house money situation now going into San Francisco or the fact that they haven't been to the NFC Championship game since you and Troy and, and Emmett uh, went in your last Super Bowl, that there's still that pressure cooker that we're talking about here or, or something has been relieved, do you think, Michael? What do you got? Well, it's a little bit of both. A little bit of both, Rich. Okay. Something has been relieved because, as you just mentioned, you hadn't won a playoff game in 30 years. Well, come on, man. Tom Brady had as many playoff wins as you had. You know, come on, man. You know, every time I go on a show, somebody want to talk about something you hadn't done in 30 years, 30 years. Oh, yeah. So, so, yeah, you put some of that on the back burner. You put some of that on the back burner. But you also know that you got plenty of business still ahead of you. Plenty of business still ahead of you and plenty of things to get, get accomplished, especially with what you're facing right now and, and, and that, 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 that beast they got going in San Francisco. So what, what, what's your key? Just your first blush key as you're crossing the street in New York, Michael. What do you got well, for me? My, my, my first blush key of that game, that San Fran game, yeah. I'm scared. All, all that mess y'all was saying on the show Sunday, man, you're scared, you're nervous, you're nervous. I wasn't scared or nervous about Tampa. This time, this week, it's applicable. It's applicable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what scares you the most? Is it Debo? Is it Debo? Because he could just flip a field and he's so physical. And I know you love physical. Is it McCaffrey? Right, right, what right, do you got? Right, right, right. But, but, but the, the, whole, the, whole, the whole thing that they bring now, especially, especially Debo being back, because it brings a certain physicalness to both to that offense. And without Debo and Chris McCaffrey, you know, you still do some winning and everything. 
evil brings a physicalness to it, a physicalness to it that you should. Mm. And remember, I when I hit, I got uh, Michael Parsons on my podcast after that San Fran game. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, he told me he was sore for two weeks after that game, and it taught him something. I can't wait to see how he responds to what it taught him last year. Now facing this game team again. I think, and I think as uh, as we wrap up here, Michael, you just hit on something. That I love about this matchup, it's not only because of what San Francisco did this year and what's going on with Purdy and what's going on with this team uh, all year long and the same thing, the journey this year, but obviously these are the two teams that faced each other last year, one and done the Cowboys and the whole business of spotting the football and not knowing to give it to the, you know, the, the, the umpire to spot and to to lose without even getting off a snap and having that lead to this moment. And then there's also the history that you have with the 49ers and the Cowboys and 49ers. I mean, I was there, Michael, in that championship game that the the, the 49ers finally got past you. And, uh, and, and, and I'm wondering what your memories are. What, what, what drips, what, what flows on you when you think of your days in candlestick or they in uh, Texas stadium. First thing, the first thing that you just brought up, they hadn't won a home road playoff game in 30 years. Mm-hmm. And they won that game to go back to where the last game was played 30 years ago. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Going back to San Francisco. So I'm, I'm okay with this, man. I, I, I wanted another route. I really did. Mm-hmm. I wanted another route. I don't know if I ever could have played it out where I only saw one of them. But obviously I'm going to have to go through two of them. And maybe not two of them. Now, I'm talking about San Fran in Philly. Right. Because if, if Daniel Jones, if Daniel Jones do that, that Daniel Boone thing again like he did last week, oh, my God. Maybe maybe we have a championship game in, in Dallas if oh. Dallas can pull off this miracle. Well, I, I thought, you know, again, I was there that championship day in, in Candlestick. And, um, you know, well, I guess we're going to have to bring up whether uh, Dion uh, – interfered with you or not on that day Irv that, that we have to bridge that one up one more time I think this week well that's 94 that's 94 that's right yeah that was the last one that's that right was the last one there. I was there that day yeah and, uh, yeah. Right. and, and what the we're talking about was 92 the first one right exactly but 94 he interfered with you that happened the coach oh, of yeah, Colorado. yeah 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 of course yeah. I, I, I should have been undefeated up there <laughs> Beyond didn't get away with that bad to the fear. <laughs> he swears. He swears. He swears that did not. That he, that uh, that was just excellent coverage, Michael. That's what he swears. You know, to this day. And 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 you know they had that old trick, and I I, I would imagine they're still doing it. Where they where they wet down the field, really muck mudded up the field. Mm. That's what they were doing in San Francisco. Now you heard that. Uh, Dallas didn't do well on natural surfaces. Somebody tried to get me. Oh man, did you like playing on you know on on, on the stuff that we call it? I said, man, I'm not saying that. I don't like. I, I like. I like playing on natural surfaces, but I'm not going to say I like playing on. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's what I'm talking <laughs> You won't say the words I like playing on grass. Is that what you're saying, Michael? You won't right. do it because somebody somebody's gonna pull that out and put that somewhere else. <laughs> uh, and, 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 and some meme or something. So I was like, no, 
So I like little <laughs> natural surfaces. I'm not cooking. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Michael Irvin. Thanks for doing this. I know I. I got you in between one thing to the other, to the other, to the other. And I will see you uh, this weekend when we do uh, nine hours of television together. It's just so much fun. Great su- great being Superman. Great being Superman, Michael. Yeah, well that done. That was funny, man. Oh, yes. I saw that style I gave Superman. I put Superman. I'm talking about I put some brotherology on Superman. <laughs> <laughs> if Superman was a brother, he'll be doing He'll be flying all like this here. You know how brothers do all crazy things. You face it. Just stupid stuff. You take a gun and you start twisting it sideways. Like, what? They ain't going to help your aim. But that's what brothers do. So, right, that's what we do. So, you know, Superman, boy, he'd be the coolest slide oh, yeah. in the world. It's the best shoes Superman's ever worn, that's for sure. I know that. I saw yeah, that. That was true. That was funny, too. <laughs> that was funny. All right. Love man. you, Irv. Take care. You, too, you be well. That's Michael Irvin, Pro Football Hall of Famer, my buddy, right here on The Rich Eisen Show. <laughs> <laughs> Brother Ollage. And and I appreciate him doing what he just did for many reasons. Yeah. Especially since I know it's you don't want to get between Michael Irvin and his breakfast. <laughs> yeah. Ever. Never. Yeah, there have been some funny social media pictures of that you've posted that yes. Colleen Wolf has posted of Irvin. Oh yes. Dion, Dion one of my favorite moments uh, of meetings is when uh Irv Whenever there was a buffet on Thursday night football, and and Irv would come in, and he, you definitely know he didn't order room service at all. It's his first meal of the day. He knew he was going to get it at the buffet, and he's going for it. Mm-hmm. And he would always say, "How many si- how many how many siblings does he have?" He uh, said he was thir- like thirteen, 13 or something yeah, like that. So, yeah. And he basically said, "When the food was in front of you, you had to. It was like you had first, to get it." Yeah. And he still is now in his mid fifties. Still, that's that's his. Getting it. That's his default. Like you go get it's food, and you go get it. I'm oh, sorry. He's the fifteenth of seventeen. There you go. Wow. Oh, seven. I thought it was three. Yeah. That's what he said. So wow. when there was food for the family, like you had to go get yours. Yeah, you get or you don't eat. Certainly, he's fifteen. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. he. That's the mentality he always has. And he probably eats fast. Too, and so right? he does. Yeah, he, he gets the plate, and so you would hear you you'd hear him eat at these meetings, <laughs> and every now and then, <laughs> Dion would give me this look, and I'd give him that look, and whatever. So. um yeah, I love how he said he. Put, it's fun. He put brotherology on Superman. He he Irv wasn't Clark Kent. He was Cordell Kent. You know? <laughs> let, let, let's let's uh, let's let's hit, let's hit this real brief, real quick. Let's hit this fact. So, the NFC East represents seventy five percent of the remaining field in the National Football Conference. Pretty shocking. It's crazy. The San Francisco 49ers are the only yeah. non-NFC East team playing this weekend for the right to play for the conference championship and make the Super Bowl. Hey, it was bound to happen. The last time that happened, where the final four of a conference was represented by three teams from the same division, um, or three teams from the same division were part of the final four mm-hmm. of a conference, was 1997. Wow. When the Vikings, Packers, and Buccaneers all made it from the, wait for it, oh, yeah. NFC Central. Yes. And um, what about Tampa? That's the last <laughs> time that happened. And I would say this the Cowboys and the Niners will be tuning in to Saturday night, rooting for the New York football Giants. The Cowboys, you, sir, will be rooting for the Giants this weekend. And Irv just touched on it. Talk about strange bedfellows. 
Big Blue Nation will be joined by Cowboys country and nation, whatever you want to call it. Because if the Giants win, that would mean the final game of the divisional weekend is for the right to host the NFC Championship game. And the Niners would also be eliminated. Oof. Um, if 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 the uh, if the Cowboys obviously win that game, the Cow- the uh, the Giants could eliminate the Eagles. I mean, yeah, would be eliminated. So the top seed would be out, and you would host the NFC Championship game. Oof, you're rooting for the Giants in the biggest baddest way. However, I mean, our home field sometimes it's like. Uh, however, would it? What's more of a, a worse nightmare for Eagles fans? Than being the last remaining undefeated team on the year, being the one seed, having all this happen, and getting one and done by the Giants, only to watch the Cowboys and the Giants play for the NFC Championship oh, game. Oh, 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 oh. Man. Oh, gosh. I mean, I'm just glad the East is back. I mean, man. I don't mean to put yeah. the bad mojo out there, but that is entirely possible to happen. Or the flip side is the Eagles win this game, they eliminate the Giants, and then eliminate the Cowboys. I mean, right? There's the 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 high of, we make the Super Bowl, and we beat the Giants and the Cowboys in the process. Make it. Or, we're one and done at home by the Giants, and watch the Giants and Cowboys play for the championship to make the Super Bowl that we thought we should have had. And... In between, in between for them is the San Francisco 49ers coming to their house. You know? It's going to be fun. This weekend is... It's going to be fun. The possibilities are fun. Now that we know the NFC possibilities. Yesterday we talked about the AFC possibilities. There's four different possible sites for the AFC championship game to be hosted at. Kansas City, if the Bengals make it. And the Chiefs make it. Bengals at Kansas City. Jaguars at Bills. Jaguars at Cincinnati. Or Bills versus Chiefs in Atlanta. I mean, it's a wild divisional weekend to lead up to a a very fun championship and obviously for the Super Bowl. 844-204-RICH, number to dial. When we come back, four words. I'd love to say, I told you so. Hey, hey. Oh, I thought you would say, how about them Cowboys? The largest, <laughs> uh, the, uh, the, uh, the, the decision the uh, Los Angeles Chargers have made at coaching. I told you so. It's coming up. Battle Creek, Michigan, 1963. Kellogg's and Post, sworn cereal rivals, race to create a pastry that will change the face of breakfast forever. A wildly imaginative tale of ambition, betrayal, and menacing milkmen, sweetened with artificial ingredients. Unfrosted stars Jerry Seinfeld in his directorial film debut. It features a supporting cast of comedy greats, including Melissa McCarthy, Jim Gaffigan, Hugh Grant, Amy Schumer, Max Greenfield, Christian Slater, Sarah Cooper, Bill Burr and many more streaming right now on Netflix. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. 
844-204 Rich, number to dial here on the Rich Eisen Show. You can listen to the NFL on the NFL app, on the Odyssey app, on Westwood One Sports.com, via Westwood One Station Streams, or by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports, sponsored by AutoZone. Just yesterday, I told you, hey, you know, the Chargers, uh, you think they're going to zag when all they do is zig. You think, you think all, you know, you Chargers fans out there, and I know you're out there, um, are, or, or observers who think they know best for the Chargers. Sean Payton's sitting out there. He just chatted with the Texans. He's on, he's on his tour right he now. He is on a tour. He's on his tour. He's yeah. talking to teams. All right. His sabbatical is over. Whatever batteries he need to recharge, he did with, you know, the Fox crew and everything. He's ready to go, it seems like. And um, and here are the Chargers having lost to the Raiders on a last-second kick in the last game, a de facto playoff game to end the 2021 regular season. And their 2022 season ends by blowing the largest lead in the history of their franchise. And so... Justin Herbert is going to hit year four of his rookie contract. No doubt spending the next few weeks talking to the Chargers. General manager Tom Telesco and the owner of the Spanos family saying, hey, it's, uh, it's time for me to get paid. Mm-hmm. You know, that kid who put in his, uh, his homework assignment back in grade school, I want to be uh, the Chargers quarterback. Uh, that, that's a grown ass man now. And I, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm ready to be paid. And the way it goes in this business is this is the time you pay that kid. You know? And if you don't, you're creating a problem. So does it make sense for the team to say, okay, we're going to spend all that money on Justin Herbert. We might as well set it, set it all up with the best possible staff around him. Folks think that's got to be Sean Payton, right? I, I'm one of those people. And you spend <laughs> how much money? Whatever it costs for Peyton, you're, it's an investment. It's in expensive, Herbert. but it's an investment in Herbert, yes. who you've made the biggest investment in in the history of your franchise. Correct. Just coming. That's what you're saying. That's that's the wisdom. I think that's a very smart move. Okay. Yeah. That's the uh, conventional or otherwise. Yeah. But to the Chargers, I said that's unconventional. Because <laughs> they like Brandon Staley, and they think they've gotten close with Brandon Staley, and that they're ready to bust through with Brandon Staley. And what they're going to do is stick with Brandon Staley and basically say the guys you currently have attached to the hip of Herbert, uh, that's not Doug Peterson with Trevor Lawrence. That's not Reed and Biennemi with Mahomes. You know, that's not Zach Taylor with the Bengals. And your answer would be, well, those are the head coaches you're hooking up with your quarterback. Yeah, exactly. Right? So you might as well hook your head coach up with the quarterback. And their answer might 100%. be, well, we love Brandon Staley, and he's a former quarterback, so he knows he, he, he does it all. I told you they were going to stick with Staley, and they were going to change some of the staff. Well, the Chargers tweeted out, we have parted ways with OC Joe Lombardi and passing game coordinator slash QB's Shane Day. They're not doing that and then coming around saying, yeah, we might as well just then fire the coach too. Telling you they're going to hold on to Staley and this job. Who wants it? Everyone? Good job. Who wants to be the guy attached at the hip of Justin Herbert? It's a fast track to being a head coach. One would think. One would think. And this is a huge hire for Brandon Staley and the rest of that staff. They better get this one right. Because if they don't, 
Then it'll be like, what? why are we sticking with you? And then, it'll, of course, everyone would say, well, you had Sean Payton. Now he's at fill in the blank. Now he's at organization not named the Chargers. But that's just, it, it, it's, it's just, again, it's just not the Chargers to say, we're going to create dead money. We're going to spend insanely on the, on the coach. And by the way, I mean, Sean Payton said yesterday, it's a mid first rounder. You're going to cough up your first round pick for the guy. Oh, pay him an insane amount of money and then pay your quarterback all that money. I mean, that is that is a high-rolling situation that I don't think is in the Chargers' DNA. It's never been. Hasn't been. For the next 10, 12 years, though? And, and, and your answer would be, it's time of any organization after what we just saw over the last two years, the way it ended last year and certainly the way it ended this year, for any organization to go full Costanza, this is the one. Yeah. Whatever your thought is, whatever your first thought is, do the opposite. Whatever your impulse is, do the exact opposite. Try that one out. Every they day should, I come in here and I order tuna on toast. What they should do is <laughs> literally... Go up to Sean Payton, who's the hot girl sitting at the yep. <laughs> at the counter, and just say hi. Hi, I'm the Los Angeles Chargers. We can't win in the playoffs, and I live with my parents. <laughs> hi, I'm Victoria. <laughs> right, <Hey. laughs> the opposite. Well, they're not going to do it. I don't think they're doing it. Mm-mm-mm. Justin Herbert has 14,000 yards in three years. And and that Joe Lombardi's answer could be, look what I did. It's just, you know, this happened, that happened, that happened, this happened. My coach played my wide receiver when he shouldn't have. Mm, wow. <laughs> Mike Pereira with everything going on with the clear sky judge that's happening in the playoffs and more coming up. I mean, the first three-year numbers for Herbert are insane. 67% completion, 14,000 yards, 94 touchdowns. 35 picks. Yeah, so obviously somebody's going to want to coach him unless they're concerned that the guy who hires him gets bounced the next year if it doesn't work out. I mean, why wouldn't it work out? Why wouldn't it work out? You've got somebody as talented as him in Herbert. I mean, Herbert is him, right? Yeah. And you know who's a beast too is Eckler. I know he's, you know, not tall in stature, but his stats sure as hell are. Eckler's that dude. He is that dude. And you know who is, too, is Keenan Allen. And if Mike Williams can stay healthy, he is, too. A lot of ifs still in this Eckler, 25 touchdowns. Parham is, looks like he's one of the Navi from uh, Avatar. Right? Is he, like, seven feet tall? Parham is a, the yeah, he's a future. I mean, they got, some, yeah. they got some players now. Which is why Sean Payton might have been interested in the job if it was made available to him. Is it possible that they, they fire the OC, they part ways? Nobody uses the word fire anymore. They part ways yeah, with not? the OC, and uh, they didn't even give them the mutually uh, decided to. Mutually. That's where you know it's a firing. <laughs> You're right. When they don't use the word when mutually. It's, when it's not mutually agreed to, yeah. it's a firing. <laughs> yes, ESPN and I mutually agreed to part ways back in uh, 2003. <laughs> AT&T and I agreed to mutually part ways. (laughs) Twitter mutually parted ways with you.